1: Let your snacks be heard. Just go to frito to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. Threepstakes ends April 3rd, 2023. Void but prohibited. Here's worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See
2: official rules at frito
1: Hey, everybody. It's Dave here, and we got Matt Way over there. We're waiting on Flip in the middle, and it's the two-minute warning. I've got Matt as my official timekeeper today since he's watching live <laughs> versus Sunday ticket where I'm at least over a play behind.
3: Yeah, you know, the uh the the sad news right there is it, on that two minute warning, they've made some great, you know, two tackles for losses, but Zadarius Smith just went down um and is hurt on the play. So Yay. Hopefully, hopefully nothing, but uh Sounds like he's pointing at his left leg.
1: So, yeah. hey there, niner sickness. We're having a bad day. It might be a good day. There's still there's still time.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Yeah, <laughs> Dalvin Cook shoulder injury, running into Ezra Cleveland. Now, Zaydares Smith's down.
3: Yeah, I mean I think obviously the outcome of the game can can still dramatically change here. Um But man, I'm waiting for this this offense that we were sold on, right? You know, mm-hmm. you, you get rid of Zimmer and we were we are told that this was supposed to be a a, a top offensive unit and I have I've yet to see it. I have yet to see anything that resembles that. I mean, even even week 1 versus the Packers um, the offense was good, but they weren't like elite. So uh, it, it's, it's sad to sit here and watch, um, watch, watch some of these offensive drives. Um, but like I said, still, still some time. So holding out a little bit of hope that that maybe, maybe they can pull off the comeback. There's going to be fired
1: up coming in here. The great and wonderful flip Muzzy. How y'all doing? Hey. Hey, Lene, how you doing? Mary, hello. Niner Sickness, if I said hi. GMAC, welcome to the show, my friend. Oh, this is going to be a fun one. Hey, now that we've got commercials, at least I do here, I'm going to run the rolling real quick, if you don't mind. We're inside two minutes. Win or lose. Join us on Climbing the Pockets, the final score. And we're back. Ran through a couple just, plays.
3: Yeah, they just took their second time out, so it, it's fourth and four for the Lions. We'll see if they we'll see if they send out the field goal. Austin Siebert's out there kind of practicing the kick here, um on the sideline, like he's gonna trot out there.
0: Okay.
1: Well, at least he's hit one field goal today.
3: Yeah. Uh, we'll see. Offense is staying out on the field so far for the Lions. Okay. So, all right, now, now it's the kicker. So the kicker kicking it. I don't know how long of a field goal uh, it's going to be from this point, but the Vikings are going to get the ball back with about a a minute-ish left. So it's a 54-yard attempt. Kick is up, and it is no good. It's off to the right. Outstanding. So it's 24-21, a minute 10. Love to hear that. One chance for a comeback.
1: Love to hear that. Do you believe in miracles, Dave? Yeah. Hey, the offense has at least been playing better than the defense, so we're going to leave it up to the offense to uh, make the comeback. Captain Kirk, can he do it? Can he be the comeback king? Be the they star only have to of go, the day. They only have
3: to go about forty yards, thirty yards to get uh, in field the goal tie. range. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can hear it on your. <laughs> I can hear it on your screen.
1: Can you? From what? I don't have anything going. Volumeless.
3: Oh, really? Let's uh-uh. go. Oh, me. it's probably flips. It's probably flips. Flips. Yeah. <laughs> he probably doesn't want it spoiled for him.
0: All right, y'all. It's time for another episode. Of touchdown or interception. <laughs> Brought to you by the worst time management quarterback in the NFL, Kirk Cousins. <laughs> Kirk's got one minute, just over one minute, to drive his team from midfield.
3: Kirk firing midfield, deep. It, caught KJ Osborne. To do down to the 30.
0: Throw interception.
1: See, I just saw
3: the Big, big play here by K.J. Osborne.
0: But that's not going to K.J. Osborne. Yeah. He's first
1: and 10 with, with about 47 seconds left. It's flips on the same delay as I am.
0: So and De- I don't know
1: why Detroit did that.
0: Sure Detroit
3: called a timeout.
0: Oh, thank you.
1: There's his long ball. KJ. KJ's got it. Still running. Tagging down. And, yes, I'm going to play behind. That much good.
0: That's <laughs> Just enough to tie and kill
1: our hopes in OT. Sorry, Dan. It's
0: 1995.
1: Join the
3: crowd, Nate. All right, you got Kirk here. It's first and 10. He drops back to pass. He's going deep again. It's Jefferson. Oh, it's Osborne. Touchdown. The comeback is real. Osborne (laughs) wide open in the end zone. Nobody around him.
1: (laughs) Start celebrating. Really? I'm still waiting. Yeah. I came up over to play by play. 24. Wow.
0: Let's go. Get ready, everybody, because you're
3: going to hear flip seat hear this in the background. (laughs) To the <laughs> Mike Joseph's kick <laughs> is
0: good. <laughs> good. let's go! <laughs> and
3: on former Vikings cornerback Mike Hughes.
0: <laughs> Got to is throw it to 17 and 19. <laughs> double, just go one number higher or one number lower. Let's oh go. My
1: goodness. Flip giving coaching advice. Good coaching advice. Oh,
0: everybody, everything's got to be so hard on this team. <laughs> <laughs> All right, 45 seconds. Come on, defense. He's wide open. Yeah, we're, yes. we're Rollins live. We're, we're active. I'm watching the game. I got that. We're
1: listening to you.
0: You're good, man. <laughs> so, so that's
3: so what we've been asking them to do all game long, right? You know, right. Jefferson's clearly being doubled. It's like go find your other playmakers. KJ has been missing, kind of. Adam Thielen has been silent through the first three games. Um, but we know that they're open. And so we finally see him. The special teams unit right now is just cranking up the crowd. Um, yeah. We finally see him attack this defense with one of their other weapons. And mm-hmm. I'm looking at KJ Osborne's. I mean, Mike Hughes was, I don't know if he just thought he had help over the top, but. That was that was the easiest okay. touchdown you're you're gonna get.
0: Um. Well, Adam yeah. Thielen was wide open. Was wide open to the yeah, back to the end zone too. He earned that time on that AJ touchdown pass. Yeah, yeah, has, yeah. Been, has not always been the case. Off, so a lot of that. Well, he's
1: firing. Had, he's had plenty of the time pre- most of this game.
0: So it's a beautiful range,
1: but <laughs> Flip, the, the the
3: fans in the chat are calling for you. Come back. We miss you.
0: <laughs>
3: Eric Kendricks just made one of the better plays you'll ever see.
0: Okay. You want to
3: talk about a game of inches, watch Eric Kendricks on this play. Okay.
1: Still waiting. Getting ready to hike the ball.
0: Darius Smith
1: chatting with everybody else at the line. All right, goff back, throws. Kendricks off the fingertips.
3: Jared Goff, deep pass. They're at midfield.
0: Well, they 24
3: seven. seconds. <laughs>
0: yeah, you see oh. that
3: Kendricks pass right there? Yeah, they Barely just showed the replay.
1: Fingertips. Off his pinky and ring finger
3: you can change the coach but the games always stay the same I tell ya
1: <laughs> <laughs> Thomas it doesn't you expected matter. more from which side I definitely did from the defense Rodgers oh come on defense alright
3: second and ten
0: Goff takes a
3: snap he drops back. He's firing deep. Midfield inter-
0: Oh shit!
3: Josh Metellus had it in his hands and he dropped it.
0: It's third and ten. Defensive. Backs. I'm curious to see. I haven't looked
1: at any of the box scores on the individual players. Just initial impressions. So I thought Metellus did decent. <laughs>
3: everyone says I'm drinking out of a bucket I'm just drinking water guys <laughs>
1: not me I'm drinking whiskey
3: all right it's third and ten here 17 seconds
1: Mary's saying almost there it over. Goes.
3: takes a snap he's looking left he scrambles to the left pressure hails it up in the in the air nobody down there Josh Metellus gets the interception
1: game over now we're gonna wait I didn't see it, and obviously Flip needs to see it. yet Yes. Yes.
0: Flip, we you want your reaction. If your number ends in four, you just can't catch. I mean, eighty-four can't catch. Forty-four can't catch. <laughs> well, wait till so you like two walls this year. Camby can't catch. I get the pressure here
3: Adarius Smith stunts up the middle? Mm-hmm. And I don't know what Jared Goff is doing, but he just lobs it in the air. Mm-hmm. Let's go.
0: <laughs> yeah! He caught it! No, the butterfly's a catch, baby!
3: <laughs> Vikings, Ice. pull it off.
0: That's, that's a W! That's we a W, it, baby! We played two quarters of football. Sound the horn. Sound the horn, Dave.
1: (laughs) And your Minnesota Vikings win their third game, coming back from two scores to beat the Detroit Lions. How many times had Kirk Cousins been 14 or more points down in one in his era with Minnesota before today, only twice he did it today. He got the team to come back, and the Vikings are now two and one in command of the NFC North division at this time.
3: Flip, your uh, your reactions are just—I could prices. listen to them all day. I, I got to watch a <laughs> game with you live, buddy. That's that's the energy I need. We got right to do it, man. Man, what a game uh, though, huh?
1: Uh-huh.
3: I was telling I Dave, you're, of you're off you're off camera, but I was like, you can change the coach, but you can't change the games for the Vikings. They're always gonna come down and and, and either break your heart, or in this case, we finally we finally pulled one out. Feels
2: like it's I don't forever. even know where to start. I don't even know, sir, this one. 28-24, four-point win. A lot of good, a lot of bad. I mean, we won. So, Matt, what's your highlight? My
3: highlight, man. I I don't know. It's really tough. But I I, I think I'll give the nod to um, to Alexander Madison actually today. Um, I thought he played. I thought he played when he was on the field, even before Cook was injured. I thought he played better. Um, and and he just looks he looks different this year. He looks good. And then obviously that that goal line touchdown that we. So badly needed breaking three tackles, getting in there. And I think I, I think Alexander Madison, he is my highlight today. Um obviously there's there's probably some other players or plays that I, I'm missing here, but I would I would go there. That's a good What one. about you, Flip?
2: I mean, I'm gonna go with KJ. I so KJ Osborne led the Vikings receivers in receiving yards today. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Five catches, 73 yards, the one big touchdown to go ahead. And you see it from Adam Thielen, who had a great day too. These are the guys. These are the guys that we can call their number. Matt, you had a tweet earlier just that the Vikings, the, 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 the leaders of this team, the playmakers on this team were going to have to step up. And I think there's so much going on with the offense right now. You don't really know who the go-to guys are. Dalvin Cook went down with an injury. You know they're double-teaming Justin Jefferson. So who is it going to be? And this game, it was Alex Madison, like you said, and then it was Adam Thielen and K.J. Osborne. I don't need to see Irv Smith. Johnny Munt, great. You did You did okay. C.J. Ham. you did okay. But I don't need to see designed wide receiver screens for Jalen Rieger. at that point in the game too (laughs) um, like what are we doing what are we doing 17 and 19 that's who stepped up today and I think that's really important hopefully that gives Kevin O'Connell and West Phillips some confidence going forward
1: oh Um, yeah absolutely (laughs) hey you want to talk about receptions yeah Ellison had two for 24 yards right and he's our wide our tight end three he didn't drop is a football. He, is
2: he eighty-six or is he 82? He's I don't, eighty-two? He's eighty-two. Eighty six is Johnny me, I don't want for much. We got a, <laughs> a you, lot Siri. of questions. We got Siri commenting with questions. We got a lot of questions in the comments. Uh you know, Drew's asking, Dave, are the Vikings really that good though? I mean, they almost lost to the Lions. It's it's the Lions, bro. They got the W. Um. <laughs> I was not
1: happy in this entire game. The defense <laughs> did not play. I miss Zimmer's defense. I do not trust the Donatello's defense. It has been horrible. They've left the middle of the field open. They don't. The defensive backs don't know who to cover. Uh, when they're chasing them clear across the field, you know that's wrong coverage. When they're playing zone-type defenses, there's something wrong, definitely, definitely wrong, on the defensive side of the ball. Even you didn't get much pressure up front from Cedarius Smith and to Hunter, which you expect to get from. There is exactly. something wrong on the defensive side of the ball. If they don't get that fixed, we're not going to win a whole lot of games. That's just the way it's going to be. You're going to have to have that offense crank it up and score close to 35 points. Today they scored 28. That's the most they've scored all year. Yay. Good for them. There's a problem, though, with the offense. When teams pressure and blitz, Kirk Cousins gets uncomfortable, you see him throw off his back foot. When he does that, he throws lousy footballs. Um, He cannot be uncomfortable. There was times when he held the ball on quite a while. He had good pass blocking, but he just made some bad decisions. However, when he started throwing to Adam Thielen in the second half and Adam Thielen got fired up, I think that emotion transferred to Kirk. Kirk seemed to settle down a bit and then started making some throws. That, that is chemistry we've wanted, we wanted to see last week. We would actually like to have seen it in week one, not that it mattered. But it's good chemistry to have. That's something you're going to want to, Kevin O'Connell, repeat week to week. You want to get that sort of feeling going on the offense. If Adam Thielen's your emotional leader on that, right, then you go to him. That fires up K.J. Osborne. That fires up Maddie. Matty was, hell, Dalvin Cook was having a good game until he ran into Ezra Cleveland and broke his shoulder. And I don't know that he broke his shoulder, but he's obviously got a boo-boo up there somewhere. Um, You've got to get that sort of emotion flowing. Football's an emotional game. You do that. You keep that positive. You're going to score lots of points. We need to score lots of points if we want to win a lot of games.
3: Yeah, I, I, I that's think that. Well yeah, Viking fans should like obviously be happy that we won. Like, I'm not going to take that away. I'm I'm happy they won. They pulled they pulled it out. They they'll probably credit their culture right against mm-hmm. adversity. Right that that's the the cliche statement that Kevin O'Connell's been uh, pumping around. So they, they 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 were tested. They stuck together. They won, but there there are a lot of things to clean up. And I brought it up earlier in the show, flip before I think you were on. But we have not seen an elite offense yet through three weeks, and that's what we were sold on with this yep. new regime. I, we were supposed to get agree. a top ten offense. They have not eclipsed thirty points yet in a game. Um, so there's a lot of concern there for me. There's a lot of concern on the defensive side of the ball. There looks to be some confusion. I'm ready to see uh Brian Asamoa on the field. Me we need too. some speed on the field. Yeah,
2: and we need some speed, yeah.
3: Jordan Hicks and and I love Eric Kendricks too, but they just I mean, they're getting matched up on on these running backs sometimes or even tight ends that just are outrunning them. And so it it would be nice to get some youth out on that field if if we if we believe that Brian Asamoa can do it, which shout out to him made a tremendous special teams play earlier mm-hmm. in the game today which was Super fun, so I, I think take the win for what it is. But uh, we got a lot to clean up, and yeah, we're going to London.
2: Brian Osmo is going to be just fine. I the defensive scheme is the biggest concern with the team right now. I mean, there's a lot going on. I think overall, I'm more concerned about the offense because 20 points a game. Um, is that's what they're averaging right now, and I'm not happy with it. I expected 30 to 35 points in this game. They didn't give it to us. The mm-hmm. defense, you know, bad first quarter, good second quarter, bad third quarter, good fourth quarter. So I think that's honestly the best we're going to get out of our defense. I, I saw the defensive scheme actually break out of those shell coverages a little bit. I, I saw them blitz Patrick Peterson. It didn't hit home saw them blitz Zadarius the Smith and Jared Goff was able to sidestep him, which is ridiculous. Here's Zadarius Smith. You gotta do something about it. You know, they brought Cam Dansler in on a blitz
0: mm-hmm.
2: and and they ended up getting a a a 15 yard run out of it on third down. So I I see them still just starting to guess and there's like definitely growing pains on the defense, which I don't think is gonna go away. We're just gonna have to live with that all season long. I know, Dave, you said it has to improve, but, like, like where are the sacks? Where are the tipped balls? Where is the harassment from Jared Goff forcing him into bad decisions? We we didn't see any of that from the front seven, and that's supposed to be the strength of this defense. So that is mm-hmm. my low light.
1: Mine was going yeah. to be the defense as a whole because it was, it was not good. They need to get better fast.
2: They just need to get consistent. Well, I mean – no Harrison Smith, you know that you know there's holes in that secondary. So much of the issues with the defense is just they don't win one-on-one matchups. We don't see Daniil Hunter beating the left tackle at all. We don't see Zadarius Smith just on an edge rush with a spin move, right? It's always manufactured twists and stunts that are getting them to the quarterback. And so that is really alarming. Even Eric Kendricks, you know, it's all schemed. And the scheme isn't that good, so I don't know what we're doing there. Are we Are we doing a post game show next week for London? Yeah, why not?
3: <laughs> what time would it be? Like eleven a.m.
2: But yeah, noon. that's like <laughs> that's like nine thirty, bro. For you,
1: <laughs> for you, you're on the West Coast. Um. All right, we had highlights. We had low lights. I wish. Uh, one of the low lights is uh, Mr. Automatic Greg Joseph missed both his field goals. Pushed to the
2: right. Yeah. Um, now we're time for the speed round. We've got plenty of questions in the comments. If you're in the comments, it's just been great conversation with the Vikings. Last minute win over the Lions. So please continue to send us our questions. Matt, people want to know about you know, they're starting to do a lot of Kirk's starting to call them a lot of max protect to mm-hmm. adjust for the blitz. That means that we're sending three receivers into coverage. JJ is one of those receivers. He's going to be double covered. And then there's just nobody open. So like G Mac is asking, what can we do to negate that?
3: Well, I think, I think we saw it a little bit week one versus the Packers. Um, let's do a little bit of a, like these jet sweeps. Um, you know, I, and maybe I I can, I mean, they obviously fake it, right? Like we see the motions. So we see things, maybe they're going to build on it and maybe they're going to release it all in one game, but, uh, there's different ways to do it. Jets, jet sweeps would do it. Screens would help a little bit, but obviously we saw last week in Philadelphia, this team can't run a screen to save their life. Um, yeah, I don't. I, sorry, I'm watching the, the Packer game at the same time, so I'm but getting a little confused the, here.
2: The oh, the motion has gone away. Are you drinking out of a bucket, Matt? What What are you drinking <laughs> out
3: of? Just a big, just a big old water <laughs> jug here.
1: Um, when to answer your question, Flip, when Jefferson gets doubled, right, and that leaves Thielen in. Osborne on single coverage, even though they're coverage, Kirk needs to push it and lead them one side of the defender or the other and let them make that contested catch. Because he, Kirk can throw the ball where the defender doesn't have a chance, but the receiver does. And if the receiver doesn't catch it, it's an incomplete pass, right? Versus Kirk getting frustrated, falling back and lobbing it into the you know fifth row try to get some momentum going. More than likely, Adam Thielen's going to come down with the ball. Half the time, K.J. Osborne's going to come down with the ball. So give it a shot. It can't hurt.
2: Yeah, you know, I agree. I do think that just taking a check down option away from Kirk. Am I I about to be really critical about Kirk? Yeah, I'm about to be really critical about Kirk because he sees these blitzes. He's not mobile enough to defeat them by himself. So he calls, he switches to max protect. And then that takes away max protect takes away Kirk's check down option. So he doesn't have a running back leaking out late. And he just sits there like a statue for four or five seconds in the pocket. Escape, get mobile, scramble a little bit. And if nobody's open, then he could throw it to the sideline. But I don't know if – I I think the offense is just going to have to – the offensive tackles are going to have to step up. Hopefully – Yes, GMAC. Hopefully we don't play these defenses, but who knows?
1: Who knows? GMAC is correct. It's not a Kirk thing. That's something we hope that Kevin O'Connell instills that it's okay, right? Calm your mind and just do it, and I'll bet we'll have better results.
2: But I mean, Kevin O'Connell can stop scheming plays to Jalen Rieger in the fourth quarter. Call it in the second quarter.
1: Nate, I believe you, yeah. Zimmer, would have done better with this defensive Co- line. Call it in the beginning of
3: the game. I mean, I don't care that they want to try and get Jalen Rieger involved on screens and in space with his speed. But the timing of that particular play was just mind-boggling.
2: I, and I actually executed. do. I, I, I think I think it's just scatterbrained offensive play calling. He knows he has you know, he looks at the roster, he thinks he has six to seven weapons he can use, not just Dalvin Cook and Jefferson, but Thielen, Osborne, mm-hmm. and then he looks at Herb Smith Jr. Then he looks at 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 Johnny Munn, then he looks at Jalen Rigor. It's like mm-hmm. you cannot incorporate all of those players into a single game plan. So maybe you can have a Johnny Munt game. Maybe you can have a Jalen Rieger game. Maybe you can break it up, but you still always have to find ways to get Adam Thielen and KJ Osborne the ball as your secondary options. And you're just, mm-hmm. when you're calling a screen pass to Ben Ellison, you're just wasting a snap that you could have thrown into KJ Osborne. That's how I look at it.
3: Mm-hmm. I think it's also important to note that Kevin O'Connell is still working his way through being a, a, a play caller. So I think there's there's still a lot of kinks that we that he's gonna continue to work through, um, and we may not truly see him hit his groove till about mid season. So, I think that's wow. not not that he deserves that that leash, but it is it's true. I mean, Sean McVay was the the main guy over in in LA, kind of calling those plays. So,
2: Dave, we have fans position, petitioning to take the eighty 84- four. Jersey away from Irv Smith Jr. What number should Irv Smith wear if he doesn't wear 84?
1: Anything but 84. It's that simple. 84 should have been retired. I know the Vikings don't want to retire jerseys. They've retired some, and you're getting to the point where you can't, you don't have enough to give out anymore. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough. uh, 84 as in Randy Boss, changed the game of football. That's why that one should be retired. But they won't, so don't get your hopes up, people. <laughs>
0: what else we gotta today. talk
2: about? What's uh what do you guys think about week four after watching this game? Early thoughts on Vikings versus Saints.
3: Um I mean, it, it, it all, dep- I mean, the saints have weapons offensively, uh, Jarvis Landry, Kamara, Michael Thomas, they just got, uh, the rookie from Ohio state. I can't think of his name off the top of my head. Um, so, I mean, they have a good offensive unit unit. If Jameis Winston can, you know, put together a good game. And I, th- I think the important thing to note about Jameis Winston is he's not Jalen hurts, right? He's not going to kill you with his, his legs, but he's a gunslinger and, and he'll, you'd be surprised how he can improvise sometimes. Now you can take advantage of those, um, and with some interceptions. And I think they had, he had quite a few today. I think he had a couple. Um, so I think it's an opportunity for the defense to respond and maybe put up a good performance on the road. Um, but I, I, I just want to see this Vikings offense explode. And I, I, if it happens in London, it happens in London. I don't. I don't care. I just want to see an elite offense, and I'm hoping that they can do it this weekend against the Saints because I don't think the Saints' defense is particularly good. Um, I think it's it's probably middle of the road. So that's what I'm looking forward to flip.
2: Well, we'll see how this bucks this Bucks Packers game goes. But if the Packers lose that game, I mean, we're looking at the NFC NFC North leading Minnesota Vikings.
3: Did Chicago lose
0: going the into the London game?
3: Chicago did win, I think. I think they made a last second field goal, so they're two and one, ironically.
0: And they're
1: horrible. I they're they I was watching tweets at the beginning of the game and they,
2: they were calling it a clown show. So <laughs> what what were they calling our game I, early uh, in that game? Probably yeah, the same. They were calling it a calling it a cloud show. So wow. just win, baby, just win. That's and all you we got to do the Saints. We beat the Saints three and one. I do. I am worried about that game, um, mainly because I have to wake up at six a.m. to watch it and <laughs> coffee. <laughs> we call it coffee flip. I don't want to drink coffee on Sunday. I got no, I got nothing to do.
0: So Except
2: for yellow TV, and then and then by nine o'clock, I'm just. What am I going to do for the rest of the day? Try to, I should take, be able to take a Sunday nap. I'm going to take a nap <laughs> after this show
3: <laughs> next week. <laughs>
1: you do that. Hey, some uh, highlights. Jordan Hicks was our leading tackler with 14 ten solo. Second behind him was Josh Metellus with 11 ten solo. Uh, he had two passes. Defenses where Jordan Hicks had one, and also the interception. Eric Kendricks came in third, 11 tackles, five solo. So those are your best defensive performers of the game. We got no sacks today, and we had one QB hit by the cleanup man, DJ Wanham.
0: All right. All right,
2: I like that. So we'll see. As long as Justin Jefferson doesn't freak out over his three catch fourteen, you know, I just I'm looking for Justin Jefferson to attend all practices on time this week. And then I read a a tweet where he (laughs) was sat
1: down and talked to by coach in the late in the third, early in the fourth.
3: Yeah, I think Kevin O'Connell had a had a lengthy conversation with him on the sideline. I um, think that
2: was just like a don't get frustrated thing. I don't Yeah, I, don't I I like do too.
1: So. I love seeing CJ Ham getting uh getting in
2: into it. Why? Yeah. Why? Why would you like that? Because it got mo- it got the team moving. It got the team moving what? So they could go so they could have a shorter punt at the end of that drive? Come on. Hey. We got way too many receivers.
1: Well, I'm not talking about this. Well, yeah, it would have been. A, he didn't run. He would have been <laughs> on the catches. But he got first down, so that's better than some of the other ones we're doing. Okay. It's just, okay. hey, you've got emotional leaders on the team. C.J. Ham's one of them. Adam Thielen's one of them. You get those guys fired up. Dalvin Cook
2: looks to be one of them. Get those
1: guys fired up and the offense performs better.
2: I I just – I don't agree with that. I've seen Dalvin Cook leaned on, and I understand why they did this game, but, like, how many times has Dalvin Cook fumbled during – like, this is normal Dalvin Cook. You can't rely on Dalvin Cook to be an emotional leader because he's only going to play – 8% 8% of the game, like eight, eight, eight of the 17 games. And so he's just on the side Well, your emotional leader needs to be your quarterback. Okay. that's what it, it should be, be. but we don't loaded. have that. If you're telling me that a dump off to CJ ham helps get Kirk into a rhythm. Great. But I think KJ Osborne would have ran for 12 more yards. If you had lined him up in the backfield. If you had motioned him into the backfield, that's the ingenuity I'm looking at instead of just the same old Clint Kubiak. I'm just going to use everybody, even though all those people aren't that good. Nobody's talking about Johnny Munt at the water cooler on Monday morning. Nobody's talking (laughs) about CJ Ham. Okay. That's a nice cat, Matt. Everybody's talking about Justin (laughs) Jefferson and Adam Thielen. Okay. Mr. Minnesota. Yeah. So get them the ball. Nobody's going to be upset if Justin Jefferson fumbles trying to stretch for a touchdown or Adam Thielen misses a pass because we know they're trying to use their best players. That's really all we're asking for.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yep. Hey, Brooks. Well, that leaves what's coming up this week. Monday we have Tyler in the real forno. He will go over this. I'm sure he's going to be checking on the check downs and going over how Kirk played. And it should be interesting because there was some bad Kirk play in today's game, even though he came back and won.
2: Then Tuesday, what do we have, Flip? Are we doing Viking hot takes? We're in the season. I gotta, Yeah, we got to do Viking hot takes. I got to think of some hot takes. Tuesday is kind of weird to have some hot takes. You know, I like to I like to let my takes digest.
0: <laughs> Marinate and then I just a little
2: bit. Spit, I spit fire. Once the takes are ready, but I'll try to get some Viking, some hot takes with Eric ready for y'all on Tuesday.
1: <laughs> Wednesday. What do we have, Matt? Oh, yeah,
0: so we got Vikings, go happy
3: Vikings happy hour. Vikings happy hour is back on Wednesday. I will be back. Um, I think miles is out, but uh, it'll be a fun show. I mean, I think Ryan and, and, and miles give, a pretty realistic uh, perspective on, on the team. And so I'm sure they'll be happy that we won, but at the same time uh, have some some feedback for how we can improve uh, as we travel over to London. So that should be a fun show.
1: Well, and I could tell everybody, if you missed last Wednesday's show, yes. it's well worth the watch. We had Glover Quinn, former All-Pro safety for the, for the Kitties, on there, and he... <laughs> broke down exactly how to defeat the Vikings. And we saw it in play today. You make Kirk Cousins uncomfortable. But Mm -hmm. what he said during that and how he broke down the differences in sort of Zimmer's defense and Donatel's defense and how the safeties play it differently, certain things like that was just absolutely gold. If you haven't seen that and you want to be able to watch – football a little better with a little bit more knowledge by all means go go and watch it it was a great show it was funny we laughed we had a good time it was fabulous and i'm sure we're going to have at least a guest picker come this wednesday as well
3: yes yep
1: and i lost by the way i lost on my pick i'm perfectly happy with that i'm glad (laughs) so and then we'll wrap up we'll do the week we'll have a uh, myself and Darren on Saturday for your pregame show, uh, Saturday at a normal time, and then we all wake up early on Sunday morning to watch the football game from London. And uh, we have our morning tea, which will comprise of whiskey, most likely. <laughs> so, None of
2: y'all, nobody's drinking whiskey next week. Why not? Why not? I drink whiskey in England. Are you drinking whiskey right now, Davis? is. Matt's, oh, Davis. Matt's drinking water. Well, to be fair, I,
0: it's a rough yeah. Sunday.
2: I, I, I may. Um, I'll be there. I'll be there. But they better <laughs> fucking win. Let me put it that
0: way. <laughs> it's the same it so flip. We, flip, we you're love beating
2: the same three and one. Then. <laughs> I predicted three-on-one on Viking Hot Takes last week. All right. I did see I'm that. i sticking with it. Alejandro's got
1: He's a good thing going. It. He's drinking tequila. Yeah.
2: I would not be wearing this Chris Carter jersey if we lost. So uh, the, the Carter jersey only makes a show if we win. So maybe it'll be on. And look, look, y'all. We got the Saints, and then we got the Bears. <laughs> so if you want to be if you want to challenge this team, don't give me that happy go lucky shit. Oh hey yay, we beat the Lions. If you want to challenge this team to be great, you're expecting this team to be 4 and 1 in 2 weeks. 4 and 1 in control of the NFC North. You know, only one loss to a tough road matchup with the Eagles and ready to take on you know, the, the, the second third of this schedule with a great start to the season, first year under Kevin O'Connell. That's the expectation. Four and one, teams we should beat, teams we can beat, and then we can look around and say, okay, how do we take this to the next level? Because we all know when we see these guys on the field, they don't have it all figured out. But if they're four and one, and they start to figure things out, that's when you start dreaming big. So that's what I'm looking for, y'all. Can't wait to see how they play.
1: Yeah. With that, we're going to wrap up this show. Again, the Vikings win 28-24. They're 2-1 in the NFC North. Vanquish both NFC North opponents played so far. They will continue to hopefully stretch out and create a winning streak. They are over 500. Uh on winning percentage. That is a great thing. And next week is London against the Saints. One of the probably the second or third team behind the Packers that we love to hate. So with that, we're going to sign off. What do you what do we all say? What, are we there? what do we say, guys?
2: <laughs> Skull Bikes. Skull Bikes. Skull He's he stumbled through it, but he pulled it out in the end, just like the Vikings did. Hey.
1: Always make it good. And uh, I encourage everybody, once you punch off here, go watch some other uh, homemade post-game shows. Uh, There's some good ones out there. So you all have a great week. Be safe. And as always, go Vikings! Thanks for watching. Like, subscribe, and ring the bell and rate us on your favorite aggregator. And a special shout-out goes to our partners, the Daily Norsemen, where the best... Vikings content to be found and to late months of brewing, home of the best beer in Minnesota. This has been a climbing the pocket in SB Nation's Daily Norseman broadcast. skull everybody.
2: Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com.